And it's time now for our pharmacy moments for this fortnight and uh, dropping in once again to uh, talk about a medical subject. It's good morning to our good friend Chris Warpole. How, hi, mate. How are you going? Good, Scurvo. How are you, mate? Oh, very good for uh, a Wednesday. Just um, getting used to this sort of weather down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something new to get used to. It how, is. How it are you is. settling in? All right on the yeah, West Coast? Yeah, I love the West Coast um, and uh, the people have been really nice and, uh, yeah, just I, I want to promote it on, as much as I can. I do these... Um, um, take photos of where I'm about and put them on our Facebook page because I want to promote the place because I think it's fantastic. So, yeah. yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it's great. All right. Well, rest assured, our listeners, if you're eating this morning, we're not talking about anything related to gut health, gut health are we? No, nor nausea <laughs> and vomiting like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Indeed. Mate, so. Yeah, today we're no. talking about a very important subject and a lot of people are sort of asking questions about the COVID uh, uh, vaccines, uh, which are uh, uh, it's being rolled out at the moment, but there is an unknown factor. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, what you know about it. Well, there's lots of information out there, Skirvo. A lot of um, good information, quality information about the the vaccine, the COVID nineteen vaccine. So, um, I mean, really, this uh, we thought we'd have this session this morning as a, as a call out to the community to. Just um, be aware that the vaccine is um, now available um, in the state um, and it's being rolled out progressively. As as we know, the phase 1A rollout is currently taking place. So those people who are emergency services workers, um, people who are frontline health workers, people who, um, I mean, we don't have anybody around here who work in hotel quarantine per se, but anybody who's on the front line, um, they are receiving their vaccinations um, as we speak. But then there's also um, going to be the phase 1B um, rollout, which will be later, Scurvo, where the um, elderly people, those people with um, chronic disease, um, the rest of the population will progressively yes. um, receive the vaccination over time. Yep. Now, obviously, we had that uh, little issue with uh, not quite trained uh, staff in Queensland uh, just recently, I think it was. Um, but I guess from from our perspective, we've been we can be rest assured that they are, they will be quality, uh, uh, you know, properly trained people to take out the the vaccine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, in in Tasmania, um, we know that the people who are going to be administering or giving the vaccine to people will be appropriately trained. The training program is quite rigorous um, around the COVID nineteen vaccination um, scurvo, so the public can rest assured that they're going to be safe um, and uh, effective in terms of the vaccine, which will be which is positive. Um, what happened um, in Queensland is an extremely um, unfortunate yes. circumstance, where of course yes. that, that, that particular COVID vaccination, which is the Pfizer um, BioNTech um, vaccination, that one is a multi-dose vial. So um, it's got a number of doses in it, and it was just an unfortunate situation yeah. where um, a doctor had administered it to a couple of patients in an aged care facility. Um, but thankfully, those two patients have recovered and are okay. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, look, tell us about the the actual vaccination that we have in that will be rolled out. What's the difference? Is there a difference between that one and the one you just spoke about? Yeah, there is, um, Scurvo. Um, the two vaccines that we have available in Australia that have been the, the one in particular that's been approved by the Therapeutic Goods Administration is the, the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccination. And also um, we know that the AstraZeneca vaccination has also been approved in Australia by the Therapeutic Goods Administration as well. So they're the two vaccines that are, that are available. Um, the, um, the, the one that's primarily being rolled out at the moment is the Pfizer one. And what we know from the evidence from the Pfizer vaccination is it's around about 90 to 95% effective Scurvo. Okay. And it's a two-dose protocol, so you have a dose um, straight away and then another dose in three weeks' time to just right. boost the immune system yep. just that little bit more. 
Um, and that's the most effective um, COVID-19 vaccination. But then there's also the um, AstraZeneca vaccination, which on the first dose is around about 60 to 65% effective. But then if you have the second dose, about three months after the first dose, mm-hmm. that boosts the immune response a little bit further okay. and you get around about that 90 to 95% effectiveness. So it's around about the same. So we've got two really, really effective mm. COVID-19 vaccines available um, in Australia and will be available ultimately yes. over the time for um, people on the West Coast. Um, it'll just take some time for the vaccine to come. Mm. Um, but then also, interestingly enough, in America, Skirvo, there's a third vaccine Um, The Johnson & Johnson vaccination, that particular one hasn't been approved in Australia for use as yet, but it has been approved by the Therapeutic Goods Administration in America, and it's actually one dose. It's one shot. Uh, It's amazing to hear uh, that we could have these three options at the moment. I mean, this time last year, we were sort of worried about where were we going to get the vaccinations from, and now, you know, the vaccines from, and now it's, it's all ready for us, which... It would be a great relief, absolutely, wouldn't it? Look, absolutely, Skirvo. Like, we know that 12 months ago when we first had our um, COVID, first COVID case in Tasmania, we, we knew back then it was going to take around about 12 months for yeah. a vaccine rollout to start. Um, and, of course, um, we needed to wait um, to have some time available for the vaccine trials to occur overseas. We were in the luxurious position in Australia, of course, where we had very, very small um, outbreaks occurring um, around Australia. We didn't have very, very large community outbreaks. Um, Victoria was a one-off situation, of course, but we had nothing like what was happening in the UK and nothing like what was happening in America. So we had the opportunity when those vaccines were produced to see, um, see the data, um, look at the data, work out um, on, the, on the curve of um, benefit and safety, mm-hmm. um, whether the vaccine is, um, is a reasonable one. Yep. Um, and now, based on that data, we can now roll it out um, in Australia. And, of course, back then, 12 months ago, Skirvo, the only defence that we had from COVID-19 um, was social distancing, good hand hygiene, good coughing etiquette, and, um, and, and changing our behaviour, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now, with it, we've got the vaccine um, available in Australia. That is our best defence. And so hopefully um, once um, we get the majority of the population vaccinated by the end of October, I think that's the the plan, isn't it, at this stage to hopefully have the majority of Australians vaccinated by around about October this year, then hopefully um, we'll be um, more adequately protected. Absolutely. Now, we're not sure. We're trying to get hold of um, Sarah Courtney um, or any other minister that would be available to speak to us about when uh, the the vaccinations will be available on the West Coast. We're not sure of that, but we we are working on that. What do people need to know? I mean, are there any side effects with the vaccine? Or um, and what are the procedures that have to be um, to put in place for it? So, Skirvo, with the vaccine, um, the only side effects to be aware of um, post-administration of the vaccine would be you might get a little bit of uh, redness at the injection site. There might be a little bit of soreness as well at the injection site. Um, and you may just feel like a little bit off afterwards for maybe a day or so, potentially. And you might even also get a bit of a headache, sort of very, very, very low-grade sort of flu symptoms, right? Um, but very, very mild. Um, other than that, um, it's going to be very, very well tolerated. And the chance of having a significant anaphylactic reaction as a result of the vaccine, Scurvo, is extraordinarily small. It's, it's tiny. Okay. So the, it's, the, the benefits significantly outweigh the and risks the, yep, yep. of having the COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccination. And, and we want to make a call out to, um, to everyone in the community 
to consider having the vaccination. Yep. Scurvo, I mean, in order to achieve a good level of herd immunity, we need around about 90% of the population to have the vaccine, which on a population of 4,000 people on the West Coast is about, what, 3,600 people or thereabouts to have the vaccination. So that's a, that's a fair chunk of the community to mm. have it. Yep. Um, so, yes, and so the, the evidence points to the fact that the vaccine is effective. It reduces the uh, risk of hospitalisation. So for people who have the vaccine who are our elderly population who have chronic disease, what it's doing is it's reducing our risk of hospitalisation and potentially going into intensive care and yep. being on a ventilator. So in the absence of a vaccine, that means a, a, an individual, a person, is exposed and therefore they run the risk of spreading the, um, the COVID um, vac- uh, virus to their friends, their family, their loved ones, which is something that we really don't want to do. No. Um, so what we're trying to do is encourage everybody to have it minimise our risk. And people say, oh, look, there's no COVID-19 in Tasmania. Well, that's true. But what it is, it's just about risk management. It's all yeah, about make, exactly. making sure. It, we don't know when, it, if we're ever going to, ha- it could get into here again. You'd, it could. We don't know. Yeah. And the thing about it is, if it is going to come here, Scurvo, it's most likely going to come in from an overseas traveller. Mm, mm. the, the outbreak is most likely going to come from um, from hotel quarantine, potentially from overseas travel. That's where it's likely going to spark from. And what we need to do as a state and as a region, as a community, as the West Coast, is to be adequately positioned so that in case an outbreak does occur, yep. that our community is adequately protected, yep. particularly those people who are, who are vulnerable. Okay. All right. Well, I think that covers it for today. Thank you uh, for coming in. We always love uh, speaking to you because you've got such knowledge. Uh, This uh, interview will be available on the uh, Facebook page and on our website soon. But Chris, we'll catch you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Gervo. Look forward to our next chat, mate. Okay, great. There we go. Chris uh, Warpole joining us from the the Queenstown uh, Medical Union for another Pharmacy Moments here on 7XS.